Hello everyone, welcome to another edition St. Louis Baseball Weekly Review, Sunday, July 9th. Cardinals have just won a series with the White Sox, and I'm here with Wyatt. Hey bud. Hello. How you doing, sir? Good. It's hot out, everybody. I hope everybody's getting hydrated. <clears throat> they said in Phoenix, I want to say it's 110 degrees or higher for like 10 days in a row. And within 30 minutes of being outside, you can get dehydrated and you won't sweat because it's dry heat. Sneaks up on you and people pass out. So that means outside doing chores for 30 minutes, you could die. Or running. Running will do it too. Yeah. It's a little bit cooler here than that, but yeah, it's global warming. It's a little scary. Anyway, Cardinals, thanks for listening, everybody. Seven games this week, Wyatt. We went three and four, and we barely did that against the Sox today. Extra innings, but we got it done. We almost went two and five this week, but three and four is still under 500 for the week. So we lost another game in the 500 sweepstakes, and we're the third worst team in the National League. We stumble into the All-Star break with a record of 38 wins, 52 losses. Any thoughts? Um, thank goodness we're in the all-star break because all of our players can now rest. Yeah, and I think the season's pretty much, I think the Cardinals know now it's not going to happen. <clears throat> this week you got Montgomery was pitching a heck of a game, hamstring tight. Said it doesn't sound too bad, he's going to get examined in St. Louis, but you got to think he's going to miss a start or two. Yeah, um, he was also a trade spot for us. And I saw the Blue Jays and the Phillies are interested. Yeah, he's one of the top pitchers on the market. And I don't think this is going to stop him from being potentially traded. Um, the way I understand it, if the Cardinals make a qualifying offer and then somebody chooses to sign him, we would get a compensatory pick, which would be between the second and third round. At the end of the second round, we would then get a pick, which that wouldn't be a great player. So he's got to bring us more than that player would. Otherwise, you might as well make the offer. Does that make sense? It does make sense, but you never know. That player can be one of the greatest of all time. It could, but, I mean, they could get two or three prospects for him. Maybe somebody in AA, maybe one guy in AAA. You know, that's kind of a known. And the same thing with Flaherty, same exact scenario. You know, do you go ahead and make him the offer? But they also said uh, Michaelis is able to be traded because he's got a year of contract control, so that makes him attractive. Um, who knows? <clears throat> But August 1st is coming. I think the All-Star breaks when a lot of these deals are going to get launched. I think we'll see some ice-breaking deals here in the next three or four days. Might happen during the All-Star game. You never know. During the game. <laughs> during the game. Okay, Wyatt, there you go. It could. Um, I'm sure some of the guys that are going to the game are going to have dinners and you know meetings and things. But, uh, yeah, we, so we're off until uh, next Friday. And I wanted to talk about that because this, this July is interesting. So um, next Friday we got Washington for three. 
we could beat them up. We could win all three of those. I still, again, just to get to 500 in the second half, we've got to play 60% wins, six six out of 10 wins. And we're not doing that. We're not close. We've got to go like 43 and 29 to get to 500. And the, to win the division is way above that. So <clears throat> I'm just hoping we don't have a losing season. It's just kind of a point of pride. You know what I mean? I would agree with that statement as well. Just don't have a losing season means something. But anyway, back to July. We got Washington, but in July yet, you know, get it, today's the 9th. They're not going to play to the 14th. Those three are with Washington, and then you got eight games in July with the Cubby Bears. That is a lot of games. Two four-game series, one home, one away. So those two are going to be duking it out. One of those teams are going to get wiped out by the other. One either either us or the Cubs, they're going to be last after that game series. It's very possible. Now, the, there is a chance that the Cubs think they're close enough. They may try to add and make a run at this thing, but they got really good pitching. But it's going to be interesting to see what they do. Yeah, I, I don't know what they're going to do. They have the two best pitchers in the National League. Yeah, for sure. Very interesting. But, yeah, July is going to be a – it's going to be a scuffle. You get a lot of good games to watch, you know, if, if nothing else to see what we got. We saw today jo- JoJo Romero came in, saved a game, got the win. Pretty cool. See what we got. Let's get some new faces. Um, I heard Mo Zalak on KMOX this morning. Sports on a Sunday morning. Pretty good show. Been going on forever. And he said there's four different ways to look at the trade deadline. Buyers, sellers, do nothing, or hybrid. And he sees us as a hybrid. And he thinks we would do more to make changes for the near future than we would to completely rebuild and he thinks they owe it to the fans to try to remain competitive and not do a rebuild i i I get flabbergasted by this because i i was listening to miklas this week about the speech and the comments from ownership when they let go of Matheny, who was above 500 and they let him go and said above 500 is not acceptable for the cardinals we expect excellence, and we're not getting it, so we're going to move on. And here we are. We haven't changed anything. And these guys were good at one time, and they had an edge. And um, it's like the same leadership has gotten complacent and just relaxed. Well, it's the Cardinals. And that goes back to that thing we saw in MLB Network with that catcher saying, oh, it's the Cardinals. It's a unicorn. We all get paid. We're all millionaires. It's good. Let it go. But they just don't have the eye of the tiger. Now back to today's conversation, Mosaic said the players have lost some of that and they don't they don't seem to have the ability to to win some of these games. I'm paraphrasing. We will be changing some faces. You will see some different faces. So it sounds like he is understanding now that players are not gonna cut it here. Sounds like not. Maybe some maybe Goldschmidt might be gone and Montgomery and Flaherty and see some people from the AAA up to the MLB roster. Yeah, you can see some of these youngsters coming up, like the guy for the Reds that just stole those bases, stole second, third, and home. You know, wins out there. He's like two for five today with a double I saw in his stats. Um, they're going to want to give him a chance before the year's up to see what we got. I think I think DeYoung could get traded. He's still hitting the ball good. He won the game for us today. Extra innings let off with a double. He was the man. Drove in Gorman, who was the free runner at second. Um, he could draw something. 
And um, I don't, it sounds like with him saying near future that we're not doing a rebuild that I don't think he would get rid of Gold, Goldsmith or Arenado, but I don't know. It could be a smokescreen. We'll see. But um, definitely it's hard to root for the Cardinals. I wear a Cardinal hat every day of my life, <clears throat> have for a long time, but it's a tough time right now. But anyway, back to the stats. We'll hit some of that while we're here. Um, some of the good news is we don't have a 300 hitter, but we've got some guys towards that. Our top two, listen to the stats. Our batting average leader, 284, is Goldsmith and Donovan, tied. 19 home runs being led by Arenado. Gorman's got 17. Arenado's leading with RBIs, 62. He definitely deserves the All-Star game. So he's on pace for 120 RBIs. 30-something home runs. That's pretty darn good. On base percentage, Donovan and Goldsmith are tied there as well with a 369. So 36% of the time they get on base. Anything jump out at those stats surprise you at all? The on-base percentage surprises me. That's very low for a high-quality player like Goldschmidt. I thought Newt Barber would get up there because he was getting so many walks, but I don't know where he stood. I forgot to pull that stat, but um, his average is down. You know, he's in the 240s right now. He's just not, he's not quite there. Pitching-wise, no surprise here. Wyatt Montgomery is the man on the team. Leading the team with a 3.23 ERA. He's leading them with 96 strikeouts, 1.22 whip, batting average against 248. He is the top. Maybe he could have been in the All-Star game. You never know. He didn't get named and he was healthy, but he had to be close. I would think, you know, if he would have just had another start or two the way he's going. Uh, left-handed pitchers are hard to find, and we've, we've got one right now. But um, maybe they'll trade him for prospects and then re-sign him. I mean, it, it isn't unheard of. And then the, the leader in games pitched, 36 with Hicks, who's come on lately to pitch quite a bit. Yeah, he's our closer now. He's done a great job replacing Helsley as the closer. You know, and uh, Derek Gold of the Post-Dispatch, he thinks Helsley's the most likely player to get traded because people need closers. They need those middle, middle inning guys that are going to shut down people. And he's known as somebody that when he is right strikes out people and you know everybody in the playoffs right now everybody's saying we need to get strikeouts we don't want the ball in play and if you go back to when I was a youngster with the teams I admired was the Herzog guys where you put the ball in play he would actually just say just slap the ball down and run like the wind of course it was AstroTurf and it was a little different and he had speedsters but that that's what Herzog did to beat people and he would try to get one run Another thing he did that I've, I was reading a book, he always wanted to score first and get that team worried, and then they start worrying about our speed. They start throwing the ball around, make a couple errors. Next thing you know, we're up three zip. And uh, he would move pitchers in and out like a magician. And he did not go just by stats. He went by who was throwing well and who felt good. And his instincts were also of that of a, of a gambler. He knew which one you know to pick, and he was good at it. He was old school. He came up through the 40s and 50s and saw those old players and just uh, learned a ton by being a, a bench guy. But anyway, he's not here. We've got guys that we don't even know where they came from for sure. Not not real impressed with our staff. They're really downers. Um, another thing about coaching is, are they getting the best out of the players? Are, are, they, are they 
Are the players doing better with the coach or worse? And that was another question asked on the radio, and, and it was said that these players are doing worse. There's nobody having a better year than they had two years ago with Schilt. And uh, here we are with Marmol, and we've got, a, we've got a pitching coach who's never been in the majors, apparently was in the college coaching for two years, and now he's telling these guys how to pitch, and it's just none of them are doing better than they did before. It's just uh, – but it's okay, and we're under 500, and there's no changes, but yet Matheny got whacked. Schilt got tossed for saying something that they didn't agree with. And here we are. So this is a long time coming, Wyatt. The train has been coming down the track for quite a while. Yeah, um, you said everything that I agree with. So maybe Marmol might go 500 and he would get fired after that. I would think if they have a successful second half, he's set. And then people also think that you can't trade Marmol without firing Mo. also. This is Mo's third manager. Obviously, he has to own something, and uh, he seems not to want to. And even on KMOX Day, he said the players, the players, the players didn't live up to the opportunities given, you know. And they put a lot of chances on these guys, Cabrera and Housley. You know, there's a bunch of Newt Bar. Carlson didn't play today. You know, Edmonds hurt, Donovan's hurt, Durham. We've got guys playing all over the field. You know, today Gorman played third. They had Walker in left field yesterday. Today they put him in right. He's not a good outfielder. So quit moving him around. Put him in one field. Let him at least get average. So now they're saying since they put him in right today, that means he's probably going to end up in right. So one of the outfielders, if not two, are going to be traded. It's it's a it's a madhouse. But nobody's in, nobody knows where they're going to play. Today Gorman played third. It's just, and he made an error, and I and I, I feel bad for him, but it's not where they've played. And, uh, hey, this isn't slow-pitch softball. Let's have a beer afterwards and talk about it. And, hey, I want to catch today. Okay, I want to play short. And the guy ain't played short in the last six years except when he was in high school. It isn't that, we're, we're not at that caliber of play here. This is pros. And uh, it's shocking, man, that the Cardinals are this far down. I agree, but Gorman has played third before uh, so yeah, probably a month ago he plays it off and on and I, and I think it's a good idea but I think when you do that they're going to make some errors if you don't do it a little bit off, more often I mean like once every 10 days or something not every month or so you know but I'm mostly thinking about Walker because he is seriously below average in the outfield when he's even playing left field so now you put him in right good luck I don't think he messed up today but Nothing good happens with that. I mean, they need to give him some time and quit bouncing him around. Yeah, um, hopefully next year he's a good outfielder. I think, you know, the time off is going to be great for him and see if McGee and those guys can help him. I think Jimmy Edmonds helps out sometimes. Some winter ball, maybe give him a little bit of rest on the batting, just let his body heal up a little bit. He's doing fine there. Give him some time in the field, some drills and things. Can't hurt. No, it would not hurt. Because he was like a number one prospect, and now they don't even talk about him anymore as Rookie of the Year or anything. He was even on the MLB Karma video early on. Yeah, he's the number one prospect in baseball. Now he's 19th. Let's drop that much. So did the coaches get the best out of him, or was he not ready, or did the coaches not take him and develop him? Who has to own that? Is it Walker? I don't think it's all Walker. Do you? No. I do not think it is all Jordan Walker. 
So then we don't have enough quality coaches to match these other teams right now. It's just not right, guys. I mean, I hate to gripe about the Cardinals. They're my team. But uh, it's painful. It's painful. There's so many problems, and I'm not that smart. But I can see at least 14 different problems with this team, and nothing's being done. Hopefully the All-Star break, something's done. But if not, man, it's going to be a long offseason, bud. Yeah, I would agree as well. They even say our prospects, like they say, Peoria single-A ball has hardly any players that are worth even you know, watching. There's no even prospect there. They're that bad. So they've got to retool. So tonight's the draft. See what they can do on that. What do they got, the 22nd pick? 21st. 21st, and there's supposed to be some good guys there? I'm not sure, but they're all, from what I've seen, there's a bunch of different people that they think the Cardinals are going to grab. Okay, so that's coming up this evening. So that'll be good. No, hopefully we get somebody start restocking the shelves a little bit. And that's the one thing about trading people is you can get a guy in single A or double A, and you do that a couple times, all of a sudden you add five players to your minor leagues. That can be that can be something. Yeah, it could be, but uh, you never know how good they are. Yeah, we got to, and that's one of our weaknesses is talent evaluation. You know, let these players go. I think what is there four Cardinals in the home run derby, and none of them are actual current Cardinals. Uh. There's two. No, there's three because because uh, uh, they said Robert from the we almost signed him, but we didn't sign him, and then they got Adolis Garcia and Randy Rosarena. Yeah, it's a it's a stinker. And even the guy playing for Washington, what's his name? The outfielder, Lane Thomas. He's on fire. He's playing better than any outfielder we got. Harrison Bader, folks, is batting two sixty for the Yankees. His average for the Cardinals was 220 over his years here. He goes there. He's batting 260 in the fourth position. Lots of pressure for the Yankees. And there's a team they're terrible this year batting. There's nobody behind him except Josh Donaldson's batting fifth, who's batting like 180. So they, they, don't, they don't even have to pitch to Bader. He's batting 260. He's 40 points above where he was as a Cardinal. What's changed? You want me to tell you? Coaching. And it's it's crazy. It is it is nuts. Um, I don't know what happened. We got a bunch of guys that aren't veterans, that aren't old school Cardinal guys. Hub Kittle and those guys, and the Cardinal way. It's 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 a shame. But anyway, looking in the positive, Wyatt, we did have two players in the baseball futures game. Still, we're still got some hope. There's a little glimmer, a flame out there. And it's red, the Cardinal red. What, what Did you watch much? You got a report? Um, Yeah, so uh, Victor Scott, the second, the man who stole 50 bases. Outfielder? Outfielder. How old is he, you know? He's in his 20s, late, early 20s. That's okay. all I know. Um, He batted twice. He went one for two. He struck out the second time. But he did have one stolen base. Okay, so he showed up well. One for two at work with a stolen base. He did his thing. And then we had the Tink, right? We did have the Tink, hence the second pitcher of the game for the National League Futures. He pitched one inning. He allowed a hit, one walk, and a strikeout. Did they score? They did not. Oh, he did fine then. That's a lot of pressure for him. I did read that him and Mr. Wynn... And Mr. 
Walker, our good buddies, and they're all three going to be on the team here probably next year. I think they're going to be advancing up. I, I don't want Tink to be advanced. I want to, you know, certainly let his arm mature or whatever, but he's he's moving up the chain pretty quick here. But I think Wynn will be on the team next year. And I think, you know how it is when you got a friend on the team. You've been on teams. When you have a couple buddies on the team, it helps when you travel and stuff. It makes life a little funner. And I think we might see Walker really explode next year. If he could just get to become – a little more comfortable in the outfield. I think he's going to be a, a real a real stud next year. Yeah, I would agree. Um, him and Win would be pretty impressive. Yeah, I think Edmund Edmund stays in center field possibly. Let Win play short. I think that's why they'll bring him up this year just to see what he's got and let him get his feet wet. I think DeYoung could be traded. Um, think it's time I think they would even trade Contreras and let Herrera play catcher and keep Kisner if they could I think that contracts a lot of money and I think they regret it Contreras is playing better but I don't think he's worth what they've paid him so they might have to I don't know if they want to change that or not but uh any thoughts on that there's a lot of moving pieces here uh I do not know yeah there's a lot of options well, that's about it. But yeah, there's some positives for sure. And, and all of a sudden you sign two free agents and you trade for one player and out of your nine starters, you got three new guys that changes the team. You know, and you get a, you get another starter, get a couple relievers, all of a sudden you're, you're back in the game. And you know how teams are. When you start winning, you come to the park expecting to win. When you start losing, then you're like, well, I hope we're going to win. And then you start getting beaten up pretty bad like we are now. And then it's like, we're probably not going to win. Uh, winning is contagious. There's a momentum that's immeasurable. Anybody that's played sports knows. Once you get hot and you get confidence and get a little bounce in your step, it can, it can make you play better. And you're, you're, you're on a team where the guys get along. There's a lot of things you can't quite measure. And we don't have those this year, Wyatt. But we could. I think we could. We'd get some buddies together, get some good guys together, and let's roll down the road. It's still the Cardinals. I think some free agents are still going to want to come here. So I'm, I'm looking to the future, but uh, definitely cautious with the coaches and the, the baseball operation people. I do need to see some changes. And that's my last thoughts for the week. I'm going to pass the mic to you for your last thoughts, and I expect a speech. I won't do no speech. But uh, I don't think any free agent will want to go with us after this stinker of a season. Still the Cardinals. Birds on the bat. Still got a chance to get in the playoffs with a couple tweaks. Any free agent went. Backtrack that. Come on. I mean, maybe older, but a younger player? No. But Well, I think a younger player, if they did play with Walker in the minors and they had, you know, and they saw win and some of these guys, they could. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be a challenge. It's not going to be like, hey, everybody's lined up to come to St. Louis. But, uh, yeah, I still got a lot of, a lot of, a lot of confidence in the, in the old organization. All right, Wyatt, that's all I got. Anything else on your end? We'll see what the draft brings. We will have a call next week, a, a podcast, but we've only got a couple games because they don't start till Friday. But we'll have three games with Washington, and I expect us to win two of those. Yeah, I would agree with that as well. Okay, everybody. Thanks for listening. Listening to me rant about the Cardinals. Uh, we're still looking forward to the future, but it's it's just been a frustrating year, so I apologize if I offended any Cardinal fans. Wyatt, last thoughts? Um, I think all the Cardinal fans would agree with you with your ranting. 
Okay. Have a good week, everybody. Thank you for listening. Appreciate it. Take care of your family. If you're out there on vacation, going on a cruise to Alaska or anything like that, please be safe. It's cold. It's cold up there. Don't get in the water. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.